I'm Donovan, that's Arthur, this is Radio Free Todd Bag. And this week, you may be looking at the uh, the podcast right there and wondering, where are our beautiful cartoon faces? Where is Arthur's true-to-life hairline? Lies. Deception. <laughs> uh, possible deception on the hairline situation, but that still fucking cracks me up. Arthur, what is what is this? Uh, what's this art we got here? Though? Oh, we're, what are you seeing? We're gonna we're gonna get to it in the first question. It is a uh, it is a pair of what appear to be boxer briefs with what I surmise to be a scissor cut hole right over the asshole. All right, all right. Yeah, it's certainly certainly men's underwear of some kind, uh, and what I would call a questionable color, with a. Uh, yeah, but very well cut circle, and so that that's our special for you. I don't know. I feel like a few times on this show we've talked about some sort of image. I think a lot of shows do that, and while we're pretty good at describing things, I thought you should see this first. Yeah. So you go ahead and consider that picture for a little bit. Uh, while in the meantime, I, I ask Arthur over here, mm-hmm. how you doing, Buckaroo? Oh man, I'm doing great. I uh, played my fourth league match. I'm in a X wing. Weekly league. I played my fourth league match tonight, and I won uh, uh, quite handily using uh, a ship that is kind of a shit box, <laughs> like kind of a piece of shit, but very fun. And I won with it, and it felt good. That's good shit. Can yeah. we get a shit box victory air horn? There was, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Sometimes the air horns can be used for good. Celebratory air horn. Quite rare on yeah. this program. <laughs> Oh hell yeah, that, that's good times. Yeah, my uh, my small victory of the day is that I still have wine left in the box of wine, and uh, not for long. I no, I don't have any wine glasses, and I've developed kind of a habit. At some point, somebody came over we're drinking wine, and I was like, I don't have wine glasses. How about we drink out of mugs? Made it kind of a joke, even though in reality it was because I didn't, I didn't have any any <laughs> regular glasses either. I just had mugs that were clean. Uh, and now I'm just kind of started doing this. Like, I, I haven't bought wine glasses yet, but, like, when I drink wine, I I actually prefer now. Prefer the mug. I don't know huh. what it is. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. It's got a nice handle. And, yeah. uh, I don't know, fuck, I can, I can smell it. That's what you do with wine. Take yeah. a big whiff. You gotta get that like, bouquet. Take a whiff. Yeah, like you take a whiff out of your coffee. What fucking difference does it make? And you get a fun surprise because you can't see how much is left in the cup. That's true. Uh, most inappropriate uh, vessel to beverage combination that I ever had. I had this like um, big glass stein with um, uh, with like a metal lid. That's like a little thumb handle. You can like push the lid yeah. open with your thumb. And I used to drink straight gin out of it. <laughs> Jesus, How yeah. f- just a full fucking oh, tankard no. up no, there? No, 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 I would do like, you know, two fingers of gin and just sip it out. I see, I see. Yeah, you know what the you know what the lid on there is for? I don't. That's, it's so I don't stick my greasy mitts into your gin cup, my friend. <laughs> uh, uh, I was trying to think of something funnier there, but that's but that's all I got. I mean, you are well known for your greasy mitts. <laughs> Fucking, I certainly am. I'm actually now self-consciously touching my hands, and they are a little bit fucking greasy. We're gonna get a little, we're gonna get a little wipe off, and while we're doing that wipe off, uh, let's get to this first question. 
that uh, I maybe could have something to do with a wipe, actually. But I'll get to that. <laughs> All right, so listener, the, the picture you see is the art. These are the second pair of underwear that I found with a hole in the ass. The boy says the dog did it. However, no dog chews in a perfect circle like that. I asked about them. He got very upset, obviously, but denied everything. Is this a red flag? Question mark, question mark. And that was posted by O-Tiny. With two Y's. Alright. Alright. Holes are for either things coming out of them or things going into them. So I can conceive of two possible scenarios. Number one, (laughs) he doesn't want to pull down his drawers for some reason when he goes to drop some heat. So he's just blasting it out his newly created hole. Or and he's he's accurate if he's yeah. fucking doing that. That's not a particularly large fucking you know hole back there. It's slightly offset, so maybe his asshole is slightly offset too. That's possible. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I've maybe. seen it. It exists. <laughs> An anatomical abnormality where you have an offset asshole. Yeah, um, that's a thing. <laughs> or he's putting things up his butt through his underwear. Which very special. Specific, like I'd be curious if you're gonna put something up your butt, do you just have some misplaced modesty where you're like, "Oh, but by golly, I better not show my genitals." Like right. this is gonna be, you know, a very conservative butt put in situation. Like maybe he's maybe he's doing it in public, and like he can get away with slipping something down the back of his jeans, but not. But that doesn't make any fucking sense either. Yeah, why, why even wear underwear at that point? Right. Maybe there's maybe there's a corresponding hole in the jeans. Maybe that's something you should look at for too. <laughs> Take a look at his jeans. <laughs> nah, that, that thing is too perfect. I'm, I'm with you on human made. I do have one other possible scenario though, All right? Because you say you have a dog, right? But uh, mm. you ever heard of a cookie cutter shark? I've not heard of a cookie cutter shark. Cookie cutter shark is this really quite terrifying shark that it's it doesn't like take you know, conventional chomps out of you, its teeth, like, work like a cookie cutter, and they, like, latch onto something, and the bottom of the teeth is like a half circle of sharp teeth, and they spin around, and they just cut, like, a, you know, a neat little fucking flesh cookie out of, like, a whale or some shit. So stay stay with me. My theory here is maybe your dog is actually a cookie cutter shark flopping around your, your fucking place, or maybe you're fucking aquatic creatures who are convinced that you're humans and your whole apartment's underwater. <laughs> I like it. I'm actually, I found a short video on the cookie cutter shark and I am now taking a look. Whoa. Looking at some it's battle. Horrifying. Looking at some battle damage they've, that they've inflicted on some fish. That's crazy. That's fucking spooky. What yeah. is the evolutionary at, reason for this? I, right, it's so specific. Like, why couldn't you just come, you know, take a normal bite out of, out of somebody. And they're not like lampreys where they just latch on, you know, for forever. Like it's a hit and run sort of thing. They roll I up saw and a just picture fucking too. Zip. Oh yeah, I saw a picture too of either like a like a little underwater camera probe, uh, or like a diver's suit. I don't remember what it was, but the fucker it was like made of pretty hard material, and they had just cooked the shit out of the hard material, dude. What the fuck? That's horrifying. And those things are swimming around in the ocean. Wow, stay out the ocean, fam. I'm not in for stay. it. I'm staying the fuck out. Yeah, first first piece of advice: stay out of the ocean. Yeah, we got I, that. I don't me. know here. That's serious answer on this they say they say the boy they don't specify 
age. I don't know. These these look like some relatively adult, at least like teenager, like their briefs. They're, there's a toilet there for for reference. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that that's pretty normal sized. Because I was gonna say like if this is a small kid. I don't fucking know. Small kids do weird shit. They just cut holes in their underwear. For that, that just they'll do inexplicable shit like that. that sure. That's just the thing that happens. Um, but yeah, okay. He also got upset and he fucking he denied everything. I'm, I'm assu- with the boy. I'm assuming this is like a teenage son. <clears throat> and yeah, I think I think that supports the theory of something something going in. I feel like yeah. that would be the age where, yeah, yeah you're, you're gonna be embarrassed by these things. He's definitely living at home and. Uh, I don't know, you start getting some sexual interests and maybe your interest is, you know, putting a butt plug through a hole in your underwear for some reason. I don't fucking know. I don't judge you. <laughs> the other theory is that he's cutting out shit stains. Oh. That, they, <laughs> that he's got a skid mark in the underwear and instead of, you know, doing a deep clean, putting the fucking OxyClean on it, he's uh, just just nuking the site from orbit. Holy fucking shit, dude. Larry. Oh my god! Look up a YouTube video on how to wash clothes. Don't yeah. fucking default to getting the snips out. Okay, hold, hold on. Somebody said a lot more info needed, and uh, OP says this second pair of my BF's boxers. So not like a son, like I was thinking that I have found cut out like this. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. My gut says he's not being honest with me. Another, another, uh, another folk. Singular folk says, I think a lot of our guts are telling us something's up with this. OP responds, whatever it is, he's sticking with the dog story and got fiery that I brought it up again. I don't buy the dog chewed it story. I, I don't know. I don't fucking, I don't fucking know either. Wouldn't is you this, come this, to your that? SO and be like, can you believe what the dog did? Yeah, especially if it happens more than one fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it, that's suspicious. So I, I don't no, something, something strange is going on. But I just I can't conceive of really anything that's like relationship threatening. You know, right? If it's like right. some sexual interest, that's kind of weird that he's keeping it from you, and it's kind of fucking weird that he's cutting a hole in his underwear for it. But I don't fucking know, man. It's all very weird. I hope this person posts an update. I need to know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I always keep the tabs uh, of the episode. Uh, opened for like a few days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to try to to try to keep an eye on him. So I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, and, hit me uh, up if we get an update. We'll uh, we'll let you know. And hey, listeners, if you can, if you've experienced this for some fucking reason, or maybe you you like to cut perfect circles into your into your underwear butt, <laughs> let us know. RadioFreeToadPeg.co. Click the question box link. I don't know. You can put a comment in there too. Fuck Ra- it. Who gives Ra- a shit? There are no rules. RadioFreeToadPeg.podient.co. Gotta get the yeah. whole, gotta get the whole. God fucking, God fucking damn it! Oh man, I'm on here. I'm on here straight after the gym, and I swear to God, like I got so much energy coming out of there, and after about thirty minutes, my body is weak and my brain is fucking mush. I to just get, I get a little stupid. Yeah, I but, definitely uh, go half retarded after vigorous physical exercise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, hey, I'm still out here trying, so. uh Let's hit this next one. All right. Hey, Donovan. What's up? I like a girl from work. She is older. I do not know if the feeling is mutual. I work in a restaurant kitchen. She is a waitress there. I am turning 17. 
If I had to estimate her age, I would say it's somewhere between 18 and 24. She's always smiled at me and tried to talk. But most recently, she came into the kitchen to sort the cutlery while I have been tidying away at the end of a shift. We had some nice conversations. She added comments such as, You are such a lovely person, and I like to be in touch with people like you. Age gap aside, because I could be completely okay with it, and I would be more inclined to say she is 18, 19. I really do not know if she's just a really nice person or she likes me back. I have a little crush, and I would like to make a move by giving her my number and telling her I will always be happy to talk if she needs. But I really don't want it to be taken the wrong way and her not liking me in that way. I really do like her personality and everything, and I would curse myself if I missed this, but I do not know how to approach. Yes, I got really lucky by being able to talk to her uh, the other shift because we finished early and all the other staff were out of the kitchen, so I had the balls to be myself. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I really do not know what to do. I think she did mean it when she said stuff like she wants to stay in contact with people like me because she seems so lonely. The LDR. How do I know if someone wants to date me or become closer friends? And that was posted by God of Logic. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're, I gotta get to the username in a second. That's that's what made me. That's what made me crack up. Uh, uh, but but it, but in general, I don't know. We've talked about this a little bit before. There's there's a risk in going after a coworker because mm-hmm. if it doesn't pan out, uh, you you gotta see each other all the fucking time from and shit out. will be totes awk. It will be it will be incredibly awk. Full full tote bag sized arc. Um so it it, it is risky. Um but that being said, like I, I don't think it's unheard of and I don't think it's out of the question to, you know, par- at least see if there's some interest here. But you gotta be real careful about that. Mm-hmm. And if you can if you see she's disinterested, you, you gotta fuck off immediately. You you can't push this at all. So, you know, if you've been talking and shit and you kinda develop, you know, a little work friendship uh, I don't know. Ask her what she's doing in the upcoming weekend, and you kind of you can kind of read it from there. If she's like, "Oh yeah, what, you know, what are you up to?" and it shows some like interest or says she's got nothing going on, you know, maybe be like, "Hey, would, you know, would you want to go do X, Y, or Z with me?" And uh, you know, if she's like, "Oh, actually, something's going on," okay, not fucking interested. Back off. Yeah. You know, the balls in her court. If there's something there, you know, she'll hit you up later on. Uh, but at least you took a swing at it. But like that. That's the level I'm talking about. You you can't go fucking full on. Hey, you want to go on a date with me? Or like, hey, I really like you because that's w- turning somebody down to go out. That can be fucking innocent. That that's not really awkward if you know you don't make it awkward. But if you reveal some feelings here, it, it it's potentially going to get weird. So yeah, baby steps on this one, but not not, not out of the question. What, what do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely hit her up for some outside of the workplace hangs. And uh, see if you got a connection. And you know you're young yet. Uh, you'll get the you'll be able to get the read on people uh, better as you grow older. But um, you know, I don't think it's really that hard to know somebody's into you if they're really into you, and you're in a in kind of a uh, in somewhat private setting. I think that you can I think that you can suss it out pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, and, and and if you're careful with these steps, like I said, if she turns you down, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a big thing. Um, but I, I think the small steps are going to apply to, you know, if you go out, because then you're going to make sure you got to make sure, okay, you know, is she just trying to hang out and be friends here? Is there right. actual interest? Right. But again, like, 
gradually move towards that. Uh, don't, you know, oh, she went out with me. Hey, by the way, like, I'm in love with you and you seem lonely. <laughs> <laughs> As OP mentioned in the, uh, yeah. in the fucking text here. That's interesting. You seem lonely. Ooh. Can yeah. we, can we rip on his username yet? Is it time for that? Yeah, it fucking is. Hit it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know Ben Shapiro was uh, 16 and worked in a restaurant. God of logic. I thought our atheism was a subreddit, not a user. God of logic. <laughs> I didn't know fedoras could fucking type and submit questions to our relationships. God of logic. God of logic. Oh my god. <laughs> I imagine some yeah. kind of clockwork being like with like fucking gears for eyes, and like that would be the god of logic. And he's working in a restaurant, like just this, <laughs> this immense, like fucking, you know, beyond human god creature. He's just like doing some dishes, and like I wonder if this girl's into me. I don't know. <laughs> that would be. That's a story that I want to hear. I want to hear a story of some kind of uh, superpower demigod creature who's just like really concerned with like, oh man, I don't know if my boss really fucking digs the work I put in and this girl like I don't know I kind of want to go out with her <laughs> I understand the ins and outs of all of the cosmos but I, I do not understand Sheila my co-worker <laughs> she winked at me does it mean anything <laughs> yeah, your, your, your logic's falling, falling apart over yeah. here you, you have revealed that logic only goes so far and sometimes Sometimes you need other powers for matters of the heart. It's true. God of logic. It's true. Young Ben Shapino. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. It's, it, it, it is amazing just how fucking much that word has now been wrapped up into, like, chud internet bullshit yeah. and, like, very, you know, condescending atheists. Yeah. But absolutely. also, like, who refers to themselves as fucking logical who's not a douchebag? Like, right. is, like is, that's a point of pride, you know? So- I believe in in uh, uh, logic and reason. I don't allow emotions to cloud my brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, yeah. No, no one has like actually put that descriptor on themselves in like five hundred years uh, without right. being just kind of a chud. Fucking super cool guy, god of logic. <laughs> so yeah, all right, god of logic. We 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 can't rip on you too much. You're fucking seventeen, but change your damn username. Yeah, I don't know. See if this girl wants to do something after work. Just be ready to back off so you don't make it weird. You'll get there. I'm gonna search God of Logic on PSN and see if we can find this guy. Tell him to go for it. Yeah, there we go. Invite yeah, him to a party. Fucking, Friend him up. Play some video games. He can use his uh, you know astral projected hands <laughs> to stomp on some noobs and yes. uh, and fucking apex, and we can nab that fucking victory. All yeah. right, let's do it. All, All right. Well. Sp- Speaking of uh, speaking of fucking epic victory royales, we got three questions in the question box. Asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, and uh, and the friendly reminder, as always, we've got our anonymous question box, folks. And you, the listener, you can submit your own questions to the show. Uh, preferably about relationships, but I don't know. We'll we'll fucking you know we'll take what you got, and uh, we'll read them on the show, and then we'll talk about them. 
And uh, if you want to do that, the link's in our Instagram bio. It's the free suggestion box link. You can also go on radiofreetoutbag.podient.co. And there's a little thing on the uh, on a bar on the bottom that says submit your question. So just either of those things, type them in. No account needed. It's anonymous. We'll fucking talk about it. Fuck yeah. Well, speaking of question box, I, I guess we should do this one first. Because uh, somebody's got kind of a question about the question box. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say, friend zone slash meta zone question. The song that introduces the question box is wild. The lyrics do not correspond logically. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> logically. Uh, rapper, singer says he is frustrated with someone asking questions, making statements, and assuming none of those three categories of speech are the same thing. Which one is it? It's a good are, question. Are, you, you posted, yeah, you added this song, right? Do you, yes. Are those the lyrics? They are, yeah. The the chorus goes, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, assuming. Now, uh, the the I'm good. We're, let's post the link in the uh, in the episode description. We'll send some some traffic over their way. Uh, it was uh, YouTube uh, user Spoken Reasons posted. It's kind of like a skit video with him and a buddy of his, uh, and they're sitting in the car. They're describing a scenario in which, uh, like, you know, uh, a a boyfriend, somebody's boyfriend, goes out and then comes home, and um, the the girlfriend asks, uh, "You've been where, with who? Yeah, I trust you. Now unlock your phone." <laughs> you know, it's like basically like an accusing, like a girlfriend accusing him of of impropriety, and. Um, and uh, the chorus goes, and the guys be like asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements, assuming. Oh, got you. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I was hearing him fucking wrong. Uh, I heard the asking all them questions part. Then I thought he said make a statement, like fucking say something instead of asking all these damn questions. And I just thought he made kind of a fun noise at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, uh, it's a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bit. Not- the bit- the video is really right. funny. I recommend uh, I recommend checking it out. It's good stuff. I'm gonna have to fucking check that out too because I've only like I've only heard the drop here. Now, now I'm interested. Yeah. So yeah, huh? I hope that I think that clears it up for you. But uh, yeah, I'm glad somebody's asking questions about these these drops that Arthur I think very creatively tosses in. Let's give him a round of applause, folks. Pinky's clapping too. You just can't hear it because of uh, her furry paws and because she's actually just banging her damn tail against the desk, aren't you? Oh, Pink, right. come on. Come on, Pink. Well, I think we got, we got another one here. I'm going to go ahead and take a swing at this one. Here we go. In your experience, how much time do you need in order to commit to a relationship? I keep finding myself in situations where I meet a new person, things go well, but by the time we become romantically involved, it is time for one of us to leave town due to internships, school starting, etc., with summer coming up, I have a feeling something like this might happen again. Is it worth trying to make a partner official, as in boyfriend slash girlfriend, even if the expiration date is approaching sooner rather than later? For reference, these flings usually last about a month or two from start to finish. Thanks! Hmm. I, well, that's kind of a thing, isn't it? That's like a movie trope, like the, the summer fling. You, you know, you yeah. go to the beach, you meet this girl, you fucking fall in love with her, and then you got to hop in the car and go home. Like, that's a, that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, beer. Um, how much time do you need in order to commit to a relationship? Is the only is one uh, of the only <laughs> interrogative statements I see in this. Well, this is this is going to be almost a different thing for me too. I, I actually had a situation. I might have talked about it on here before. Um, a buddy of mine was dating this girl. Uh, he knew, like, she was leaving for med school. He was leaving for law school, and uh, power. He's couple. like, yeah, yeah, fucking a. But he's he's like, yeah, like we're gonna do this. We'll probably end it around then. And I was just like, how? I couldn't handle that shit. I, I couldn't handle being in a relationship with an expiration date. That would that would wig me the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. Out. Yeah, I don't know if I could like tell you a time. Like, I, I, I don't think I could just deal with a set time frame. I, I think that would, you know, it, you put a lot of effort into these things, and especially if it's short term, you know, it's, it's fallen off. Like, I would hold myself back emotionally a bit because you, know, you, you know it's gonna be over in two months. Like, you're gonna get fucking hurt. Yeah, but I definitely. don't know. There's, there's also, there's also a goodness to that. I think that's, you know, part of the the reason that's kind of like a, a movie trope. Cause I don't know. That's some, it's something a lot of people experience, I think. And it, it, I don't know. There's something kind of uh, romantics too broad of a word. Uh, maybe it's, it's special is a little generic, but I, I think that fits that like mm. this thing. It didn't have time to fizzle out in some bad way. Like you are eternally in the honeymoon period for the time that it was there. You knew it was going to be temporary. And I don't know. I, th- I think you value that time more than you would value time in a normal relationship. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a special thing. It, it's different, but I think your expectations should be different for that too. That's very insightful. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah, this is, this is coming from a place. I, I had a, I had a situation like that at one point. Yeah. How much time does it take to commit to a relationship? For me, uh, nearly instantaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Arthur's all in. Arthur gets to the poker table of the relationship, picks up all of his chips, and throws it in their face before anybody says a word. Absolutely. Before a card hits the table. I'm showing us the poker knowledge. Here it is. Before... You usually, uh, yeah, I go all in at the river if I'm playing Hold'em because I know a little bit more about poker than you do. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what any of that meant. Fuck. <laughs> then it was a water sport with the, the river. <laughs> They're playing poker in the fucking water? I thought it was a card game. <laughs> yeah, please, please hit up the question box or email us if uh, I totally fucking bungled that reference too. That would be very funny if it turns out that I was completely wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to shit on you about your knowledge. Um. So yeah, it's it's different for everybody. If you're a little more reserved uh, with your emotional energy in a relationship, then perhaps uh, it takes you a little longer. And maybe these summer flings uh, kind of work out for you because you don't get too attached. I, on the other hand, would be uh, fucking devastated if uh, I had to go into another... Because like, you got to go... You, your options are either to break it off or go into an LDR... Long distance relationship, and I don't know if I can fucking handle that shit again. Yeah, that's. I would say the same. That's that's particularly bad news. I think this also comes back to something we've talked about before, where like the breakups where there's not a fight or like you know a personal reason that you left the other person are the hardest. And definitely when you're ripped out of the honeymoon period, thrown back into the back of your parents' station wagon, and driven back to fucking Ohio. 
You know what I mean? There's nothing to latch on to of like, fuck this person. It's just like, we're too far away. Mm-hmm. The station wagon can't hold me back. But, th- but then it does because you can't punch through a fucking GM steel, my friend. <laughs> I'm talking about this like this is this personal thing that happened to me, but I'm, I'm yeah. making most of this up. <laughs> I was, that's what it is in the movie. I don't know. I wish yeah. I had a fucking station wagon when I was a kid. I like this movie. Let's make this movie. I'm, I'm down. The one I'm thinking of, this would be my, my last little thing on this. Uh, the one I'm thinking of is, uh, you ever see Adventureland? Never saw it. Heard it was good. It, fucking extremely good. Highly, highly recommend. A bunch of kids are like at this, you know, beach town or whatever for, for the summer. And one kid's working at the, uh, at the everybody works at the, the theme park there. Develops like a crush on this girl. He's got to go home at the end. It's it's very good. It also came out at the same time as Zombieland, and that was really confusing. I thought they were related. <laughs> they have nothing to do with each other except for fake Michael Sarah. What the fuck is that actor's name? Uh, uh, Jess- Jesse Eisenberg. There we go. Yeah, second evolution of Michael Sarah. Exactly. Yeah, he's yes. in both. Who then evolves yeah. into Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so perfect. Fucking great. Yeah. Name. Fucking so good. Fucking similar name. Two fucking Eisenbergs. You get the idea. Anyways, check it out if you want to feel feelings like this. And uh, I don't know. T- fucking take a swing at it. You only live once. Feeling Intense feelings are good sometimes. I don't fucking know. Just probably don't late, date long distance. Yeah. And recommend against. Well, last thing from the question box. Uh, this one is actually making a statement. It's not asking all these questions. Or assuming. Uh, you know, per- Per my interpretation of the lyrics, it just says, Arthur, your politics make me wet. <laughs> can, can you just, like, put your phone number in the anonymous question box real quick? And, like, if you're, in, if you're in the Cincinnati area, can we please meet and have a date? Because I'm very interested in having a date with someone, anyone, please. <laughs> there you go. The, the gauntlet has been thrown. Put your number in the question box. Arthur will uh, hit Dude. you up for a date. Dude, if and, uh, something comes to this, ah! That'd be, be, be fucking big time. That'd be yeah, big time. That would be yeah, fucking hilarious. Helps other people's relationships and then makes a host relationship. Mm. How about that shit? Your wetness makes me turgid. So, are <laughs> Jesus you, are you, fucking Christ. Are you prepared to move on to the next I, question? I, I certainly am now after that fucking string of words. So what do we got next? <laughs> Would you have preferred if I said tumescent as opposed to oh, turgid? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sipping my mug wine. I'm pretending I didn't hear that. <laughs> How to ask out an anxious girl. I 20 M. I've been seriously considering asking out a girl from my community college. We're in the same small group of friends, and we get along pretty well. She suffers from untreated anxiety and depression. I've seen her have at least two panic attacks just during our time in and between classes over the couple of months I've known her for. I want to ask her out on a date, but I don't want to put too much pressure on her. Where can I take her slash what can I do that might put her at ease? I don't want to be the cause of her next panic attack. LDR, I want to ask out a girl with anxiety. How do I make the first date as painless for her as possible? And that was posted by Grammarhead. Hmm. Well, okay. As, 
somebody with anxiety in terms of like low pressure dates, I think this is going to vary for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I personally am like, uh, I don't want to be walking around. in like a crowd of people, you know, eating weirdly is, is difficult for me. Cause I get real self-conscious about, uh, eating some food. I feel like sure. that's just the first thing we're doing. Sure. Um, ah, man, I, so I don't know. It, it, something chill. Like you're just fucking, you know, Hey, let's go walk around a park or something. Uh, I was going to say, like I've usually said, just go get a fucking drink, but you're 20 and 18, so I don't know your yeah. fake ID situation. <laughs> maybe that's not maybe that's not the best option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I just think in, in that wheelhouse, like don't have like some particular activity that you really got to be doing. Like don't be right. like, hey, like let's let's go fucking bowling or something. Yeah. Because if that's not, you know, something she's familiar with, it's like I'm wearing weird fucking shoes and the fucking floor is slick, <laughs> and uh, there's some NAM vet, you know, telling somebody he's over the line. You get right. the idea. It's just right. a little a little overwhelming. Like, you just kind of want a, as little, like, external strangeness and stimulus as possible so that you, you, can, just, you can just chill. So, I'm, th- I, I'm I thinking... Know. You feel that? I'm thinking movie. Because maybe, maybe crowds are something of a trigger, but it's dark in there. So it's kind of hard to to be as overwhelmed by the amount of people nearby because it's in the dark. You don't see them very well, and you're kind of looking at a screen. You're not looking at them, and none of them are looking at you. Uh, and it's it's definitely low press. Like there's there's you know it's passive enjoyment. It's not not something that you have to actively participate in. And then uh, you take her. Ooh, you get like uh, dinner to go somewhere. Like you get carry out somewhere, and you go like sit in a park, have some dinner. That is that is extremely good. Yeah, and I've I've even said before, like movie first date not so good because you can't talk very much. And but that's like that's ideal here because you have like the little bit of conversation walking in. You immediately have something to talk about afterwards. Mm-hmm. So like enough to get comfortable, but not enough to you know it, it's fucking overwhelming. Like you can literally sit and chill, and you're expected not to talk for for the majority of that. That that would work for me very well. And then, yeah, if I can do something low-key afterwards, you're a little bit comfortable. I, I like that. I think that's an extremely good answer. Fuck yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Reddit user Dinosaur Train says, uh, don't. She has an untreated mental disorder, and she's a teenager. She's not ready. Leave her to work on herself, which is a fair point, oh, f- I think. Oh, no. I, I saw that, and I was like, fuck off, dude. I feel that on one hand, like, I think I've said that with, you know, you're in a relationship, you're struggling with some shit, you know, that that can be better to deal with on your own. But like, I've dealt with anxiety for probably fucking 15 years at this point. It it, it didn't preclude me from dating, except for the fact that it made me kind of awkward. But I wouldn't want somebody to turn me down just because I had panic attacks occasionally. Mm, Yeah, I, I, I just, I think that's, that's too cautious. I don't think that's fair. You know, don't, don't smother her. Don't follow up too fucking much if you can tell she's not into it, but I don't think that's a good reason not to take a swing at this. That's that's also a fair point. Huh. It's just it's just the fucking fair point express out here. <laughs> unironically, unironically, I think we had good ass answers on those. Like I yeah. literally go go to the movie. That's your fucking that's your move. I I can't think of something better than that. Yeah, take her to something low key, something not with a ton of explosions, probably. Yeah, yeah. Also that shit. <laughs> Fucking the uh, there's a, the first girl I was ever into, uh, and like you know there was actual mutual interest. I was in eighth or ninth grade. Sure. Uh, like our first date, we saw three hundred, and she hated it. 
<laughs> and you're like, you're all fucking boned up. Like, oh, oh yeah. you're kick him in the fucking hole. Cut his fucking, fucking head off. Sick. Yeah, no, she like actively fucking hated it to the point that she was uh-huh. like complaining afterwards. She might have just like gone straight home afterwards. Like she hated that shit. <laughs> uh, but we did, we did kiss eventually, so uh, yeah. you know. But that's, that's her, <laughs> yeah, that's her loss. Gerard Butler's awesome. There, there you go. Yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, fuck the the big ass tall king dude. Of the the bad guys, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Man, Zer- like Xerxes was character. Years. He is. Yeah. He just comes in, you know, being carried on a chair. There you go. That's another idea. Grab this girl, uh, find one of those chair carrying services, and get carried around the park while you eat the takeout. That's yeah. the fucking. That's the bingo move. Yeah. Order a sedan. <laughs> is that what they call that? Yeah, it's a sedan chair. Interesting. Interesting. Let's see. Rodrigo Santoro played Xerxes in uh, in three hundred. Is that, is that somebody? Is that somebody you know? No, he's just like some Brazilian dude. Oh, right on, Rodrigo, and yeah, uh, right on, Gamerhead. You you fucking go get him as well. Uh, chill date. You you'll be good. You know. Oh, also. Last thing on this, like, just keep in mind, I think people with anxiety are going to go through lots of ups and downs in terms of their social energy. So, like, just make sure you're not taking that shit personally and you give this girl some space in terms of, like, response times or, like, not wanting to go out on certain days because I think that's something appreciated. I don't know. You know, you you got bad anxiety. You just got some days where you don't want to fucking talk to anybody. And if you can not take that personally, I, I think they will really appreciate that. True that. So good. smart. You're so good smart. Shit. You're so smart, Donovan. Yeah, my, my mushy post-gym brain is slowly evolving into a... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of a good texture. It's like a flan at this point. Okay. You know, it's not mushy anymore. It's, it maintains some shape, but, it, you know, you put enough pressure on it, it's going to squish. <laughs> it's going to squish. Built to squish. Built to squish, indeed. Please don't... <sighs> squish my brain and uh hey please don't beat friend that's not the kind of beat they're talking about beat friend of 10 years slash roommate has been jobless for two years is a drug dealer i think probably best but beat friend is good like (laughs) like his friend's a beat poet oh no i'm I'm feeling it i just i saw that transition i wanted to go for it and i was i was not right can't fault you for that anyways Hello, everyone. Hello. I'll try to keep this short. So my best friend has been fucking jobless for almost two years now. This whole time, he's been making his money for rent and extracurricular activities through selling drugs. Hasn't really been bothering me, because he only sells to people he trusts. But it's not like he's making that much. He lives paycheck to to paycheck. Weirdly, the first paycheck is split into pay and check, and then the second one is just paycheck. Also, is he getting like he's getting like ten ninety by his distributor? Uh. Being, <laughs> being a drug dealer, yeah. living paycheck to paycheck. Cut some fucking W two at the end of the fiscal year. <laughs> does Jesus he get, fucking does he get a direct deposit or what? Yeah, that's, that's very efficient and good. That's all right. Uh, but now, but now it's slowly bugging me. What's bothering me is that he's almost a 30-year-old male. No higher education, no professional prospects on the horizon. 
stays home all day and plays Fortnite, and is really overweight. While I have a degree and decent paying job, my own car, respected amongst my colleagues. Okay, dude. Traveled a lot, <laughs> had relationships, etc. Thank you for the fucking etc. Uh, not that all that really matters to me, but my buddy from time to time will throw shade at me for going to school and growing my career through academics. He would from time to time make fun of others who have office jobs and whatnot. All in all, he's a great friend to me and others. He's very selfless and has been there for me for all of my problems, and I trust him. He's deep down a good dude. He's a good roommate as well. We never argue about money, etc. But damn, I'm afraid he's going to live the rest of his life with this thought process. That he doesn't need a regular job and that he will make it big off some stint he had in different activities. And if he doesn't, he's just going to keep selling drugs. He talks very big, but I'm afraid he's going to end up a loser. Should I have a serious talk with him about his future? TLDR, my best friend has been jobless for two years, makes his money selling drugs, is barely getting by, has no immediate plans to get back in the workforce. Do I say anything? And that was posted by Throwaway with the classic string of numbers. I don't fucking care to read. Okay. Um, your roommate sounds like a very chill bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It fucking pays his rent on time. Yeah. You know, he's not causing problems at home. He's, yeah. he's just selling to, like, the same people. Yeah. I don't... It, it seems like he's doing all right. I think that it's clear, though, that you guys are on different life paths. You know? That you you went to school, you got the office gig, you're very respected among your colleagues. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Fucking save it for LinkedIn, buddy. Uh... <laughs> Um, so I think you guys, your lives are growing in different directions and this person's, uh, importance will diminish in your life, particularly once you have an SO that you want to move in with. I don't think you're going to take, uh, I don't know. Let's call him Chuck. I don't think you're going to take Chuck with you when you move in with your SO. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's possible. Think, definitely different, different life directions. Clearly. Yeah, but also like like you're saying, this in the meantime, this dude's a good roommate. He's been a good friend to you. I I don't know. I don't think you should be looking down on him for this. Like, right? Everybody's got to fucking scrape by somehow. If you're gonna do that, you know, in the realm of legal society or not, I you know, I don't think you should morally be fucking with people for that. As long as he's not out there murdering people in these drug deals, right? You know, if he's fucking chilling at home, selling weed and managing, you know, not to go into debt and fuck you over with the rent, like that, that's on him. And you know, yeah, that's maybe not too much of a, a future there in terms of sustainability. Um, but I think you just let that go. And yeah. if he's got other interests he talks about, maybe fucking encourage him there. But don't fucking sit him down on this, because I'm sure this dude has thought of this. I'm sure he's got some insecurity there. You're just going to be a dick if you do that. And the way you're fucking listing out your, your fucking different, uh, yeah. you know, at LinkedIn aspects fucking there, I, I, I think it's going to come off as condescending as fuck. And you yeah. don't want that. You don't want that yeah. at all. That is absolutely the case. Um, no matter how you do it, you're going to come off as condescending. If you feel that you must intervene in his life in some meaningful way. Just make it clear it all comes from concern and don't moralize it at all. Don't be like, you're better than selling drugs. You're Just like, I'm worried about what you're going to do into the future. 
and I just want to make sure that you're able to take care of yourself and you don't get hurt. That's all I'm hoping for. There you go. That's definitely the angle to go for. And especially, especially avoiding that, that terminology. Cause I think it can be easy to be like coming from a concerning place, but then you phrase things a certain way. You're still going to sound like a fucking asshole and they're not going to buy your concern and they're not going to take your advice there. So yeah, I, I just try to be encouraging. Don't, uh, you know, again, don't bring out your fucking accolades. Yeah, dog. Yeah, don't fucking do that. I love it when Yahoo, or uh, not Yahoo Answers, we're not my bim bam, when uh, Reddit people, like, <laughs> we had that one guy, like, super early on talking about all the things that were great about him, how he has all these friends and whatever. Oh, I remember, I fucking remember that. Like, what, who are these people? Yeah, they're. I bet they have great haircuts, I will tell you that. Oh, I'm fucking, I'm fucking certain. It, it's interesting because this is like the two extremes. Like, okay, yeah, this dude's, you know, selling drugs and chilling at home and shit. But also, like, you're a dude who fucking tells people on the internet that you have your own car for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, unbidden. <laughs> like, you're, you're the kind of guy. Your normie credentials. You're the kind of guy who wakes up and, like, you know, you put on your, like, mid-level expensive watch and your fucking Oxford shirt and tie you put on your sunglasses and you post on Facebook, rise and grind. You're that guy. You're that fucking guy. The fucking, the fucking dude who makes unironic posts on LinkedIn. Makes uh, other people's posts. Uh, who fucking uses LinkedIn? <laughs> Nobody! That is, that, is, that is where your fucking resume lives. Maybe you look for a job. I fucking, I've seen people that, dude. Like, you're just using it like Facebook, making office-related posts. Oh, like, oh my god okay we're doomed we're maybe doomed that's a fucking thing in society. some industry but it's heinous it's, if it is it's getting there it's we're doomed <laughs> well that's the real advice uh we're fucking doomed so let your dude be tell him if you're concerned but uh you know fucking chill on it, it yeah it, it'll work out one way or another but ultimately it's his fucking life man yeah fucking a he should um, sing It's My Life and It's Now or Never at you. I don't want to live forever. <laughs> I just want to sell an eighth or two. <laughs> it's my life. Hey, guess what? What's that? This question takes us to the friend zone. Isn't that fun to do when you really like put stank on it and then the fucking reverb comes in? It's awesome. I look forward to hearing it. I'm so fucking stoked every time. It's going to sound great. I'm going to fuck it up real good. Um, Hell yeah. So the friend zone is our segment where we talk about a non-romantic question. And uh, this week it go like this. Is it inappropriate if I, F28, show my condolence to my boss, M28? Condolences? Is what it should be, but it's condolence. I don't know if there is a singular condolence. <laughs> you get one condolence, motherfucker. That's yeah. it. I condole you. Um, my manager lost his grandma this week, and he was in a pretty crap mood today. We just work in retail, but I really wanted to say something to make him feel better. This sounds so pathetic, but I went and bought a gift card to a grocery store that he told me one time that he gets lunch there sometimes. I wrote, I'm sorry for your loss. Hope things feel back to normal soon. Enjoy a lunch or two on me. But I chickened out, 
and didn't give it to him. I've only been there four months, but he's a really cool manager. I felt awkward to hand it to him because someone else was around, and I'm not sure how that looks or the etiquette on giving my manager a gift. Then I was going to leave it on his desk, but someone was around, and it felt awkward then, too. I've never been good with showing sympathy, so I'm not sure what's right or wrong. If he wouldn't want me to... Or, let's see. If he wouldn't even want to be reminded or others to know. He didn't tell me directly, so that's why I felt so awkward about it. I just wanted to cheer him up, but I feel like an idiot. Lol. Should I still give him, still give it to him, or is it inappropriate? The LDR, my manager's grandma passed away, and he seems in a bad mood at work. He even stayed home from work yesterday. I wanted to cheer him up with a gift card to a place he told me a while ago he gets lunch at sometimes, but I felt too awkward. Should I still give it to him? And that was posted by throwaway smaller string of numbers. <laughs> I, I, I think you give it to him, and I think you're a sweet fucking person uh, for doing something like that. Because it is awkward, and you know, there there are fucking different social rules for work. Yeah. Um, you know, and you got you got to be careful there. But also, that shit can just be crushing, you know? You fucking, something terrible happened to you, and you're at the fucking office, and everything's just normal. Like, that, yeah. I don't know, that's not a good feeling either. Yeah. And I I don't, I've never lost, my grandparents died when I was pretty young, um, but I've had a couple friends die. And I'll say, like, if somebody, you know, came up and gave me a card like this, like, in literally no situation, but I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, oh, damn, like, that's, that's really fucking cool of them, you know? Yes. Th- th- at the very least. And I think you're, you know, it's just a small gift card to get lunch. It's just a small note. You know, you're not rolling in with a fucking wreath of flowers or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's subtle. You're clearly not doing it, you know, as, as like an attention thing or I, like, I don't know. I, it just doesn't seem like something they'd read into too much. I, I think this is good. Yes. Here's here's where I'd go with it. Um, I wouldn't make it like a one to one gift, like a one person to one person gift um, at the Oh, fuck. I'm going to bleep that out. At the unnamed uh, retail establishment, uh, where I just recently uh, resumed uh, my employment. So, yeah, congratulations me. I'm back to where I was nine months ago. Um, uh, you know, uh, the the staff is, let's say, a little bit older. We got a little, you know, there's uh, this particular retail establishment happens to be a good workplace or like retirees who just want a little bit of income and you know something to do to get out of the house. So often we'll have situations where you know like a, like a sister will pass away or like we've had a few where like somebody's spouse passed away. That's real fucking hard, I'm sure. Um and what we've done is you put a card in the break room and everybody signs it and you make it like a group thing so that it's not like a um, you know, it's not even that's it's like you doing it. It's almost like a like like a spontaneous eruption of sympathy from the whole of the store. So maybe you uh you know go around collect a few signatures and kind of diffuse the responsibility for the gift. You know what I mean? Like make it. I feel that. Yeah, make it a little less um a little less personal gift. Make it more like a gift from the store. Yeah, because then, like I said, I don't think they're going to read into this, but on the half chance they do, like, it's not, you know, it, it isn't you fucking singled out with that. I, I feel that. I, I would I would kind of consider your relationship with this manager. Like, if there's somebody you're particularly close with, like, you guys talk a lot, I think the one-to-one's not a big deal. 
But yeah, right. maybe if this is more of a distance thing, and yeah, if you just can't get over the anxiety with this, I think the group thing is is a good option too. Because either way, what matters is you're seeing some fucking support, and uh, either of those are going to accomplish that. Absolutely. Also, that's very thoughtful and good of you to be like, oh, he mentioned that he gets lunch at the at the Whole Foods. Sometimes I'll get him a Whole Foods gift card. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. This is the perfect amount of, like, thoughtful for this relationship, I think. You're not going fucking over the top, but it's also not, like, a weird, like, here's a fucking Amazon gift card. Hope uh, hope you can get, like, a new TV remote control to fill the empty hole in your heart where your grandma was. <laughs> wow, that was a horrible fucking chain of thought. But you get you get the idea. Yeah, this has some yeah. thought into it. it. You know, it shows you, you you know him a little bit and you care about him and you thought about him. So I think I think this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good okay, it's small small mention thing here though. The the hope things feel back to normal soon. Uh, th- this is like a very small critique. I I'm, I don't know. I'm not very good at giving. Uh, condolences always like I'm never 100% sure what to say but, but like I don't know it's just kind of like you know like I hope I hope you stop feeling bad about this soon I don't know that just comes off a little off to me I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal sure that's the only thing I'd change I really I actually really like that sentiment um, yeah because like you know somebody passing away can feel like just this huge disruption and like oh god like no nothing will ever be the same it's you know uh, you know, you feel devastated for the loss of that person. You feel like, oh my God, it's never going to, you know, I'm never going to feel okay again is a feeling that you can have. Um, and I hoping, hope you get back to normal feels that feels right. It kind of opens the door to, I don't know, maybe things could get back to normal. Um, when I was delivering flowers, I used to um, write uh, the cards for some like you know for funeral funeral arrangements so mm-hmm. i'd get to the shop and uh, i'd write out the cards um on these funeral arrangements and that was always you know some people would say pretty much that in those condolences cards and uh i always felt like that that would be the best received sometimes people write novels on those things and it gets yeah. a little, you know, and you're like, okay, I get it, I get it, okay, yes, it's sad. We're all very sad. Um, yeah, and the, the, the succinct this is definitely is definitely more appropriate here. Yeah, uh, I, I feel that though. I might just be being a little little bit too cynical there, because yeah, in, in general, short length, uh, you know, it, it, none of this is particularly over the top. But I think it's very genuine and good. Yes, you did a good job. Throw away a string of numbers. Yeah, for for fucking real. You know, it, it, it's hard to do these things because of the anxiety, social pressures and all that. But that really fucking sucks to lose somebody. And you clearly give a shit. And more people got to do that. I, I appreciate that. So you get our Radio Free Tote Bag Gold Star of Empathy for the month of May. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. We should good, start. Good times. We'll start doing that. We'll do that for real. <laughs> the, the star is filled with uh, with empathy. With empathy sauce. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And come. Hey, um. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey. Hey, guess, Hey, Donovan. What's that? Our, our intro song, did you know this, is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. 
You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And this literally just in our outro music is the song Stephanie by the band The Hey Fellows. You can find it at Instagram.com slash The Hey Fellows or search The Hey Fellows on Spotify. It's three motherfucking words. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I like I liked it. I had a good time. I, you know, drank some beers, sat around, helped some people. I think we actually fucking gave great advice on a few of these. I was feeling today. I think we're in a good zone. Yeah. And uh, I had some good questions out there. Thank you again to you folks who threw your questions in the question box. And to you other listeners, if you got anything, please uh, please chuck them in there. We love we love reading them. For real, though, like, put your phone number in the question box and that won't, we won't read that on the show. Like, that'll, yeah. just, that'll just be between me and you. And, <laughs> and then we... we just like meet up and see like see if we click or whatever <laughs> okay Ar- arthur's gonna send you a cum star cum star galactica hey uh it's been great having you with us and i love you thanks bye All right, fucking perfect. I'm stopping it.